Look at my butt. Show number 172 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. Welcome, butt fans. Butt fans. We're back. I'm actually, like, literally back from a long trip. <laughs> That and I'm about to leave. <laughs> it's true. We're, so we're in the middle of two trips here, and um, yes, my trip happened to coincide with Shatmoy, so I did not get a chance to celebrate as much as I wanted to. Um, but right, I was, but I was but, thinking about it. I was definitely thinking okay. About it. That's good. Um, I posted a couple things on Facebook, mm-hmm. and we got some fun responses. So we will be talking about those. Yeah. People were very good about sharing their 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 Shatmoy love with us. <laughs> but we have a buttload of butt stuff <laughs> to talk about. So I think we better dive right in. All right, let's do it. Let's get and to the, it. And the first thing is a rematch of Shatner slash Kirk and the Gorn. Because there is a new Star Trek video game coming out, which has been promoted incessantly just everywhere. Oh, yes. I've seen it like it's on Facebook every freaking day and it's all over the place. Um, and it features a um, reimagined, I will say, Gorn that's much more vicious and awful and sort of alien-like. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's kind of weird looking. Um, but they chose to promote it with this very funny commercial with Bill and an old school Gorn. And we met the guy who played the Gorn, too. There is no such thing as a new school Gorn. Well, I mean, what they're... Gorn ma- never appeared like on Next Gen or any no, of those, no, but, right? but they're making it different for the stupid video game featuring the new guys. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's actually... After I saw Bill's commercial, I didn't care to explore more, so... <laughs> I don't think it's going to be in the movie or anything, but they just needed mm-hmm. a monster for the video game, so they picked the Gorn. Okay. That's it. That's the whole story. There is no other story okay. behind that. All right, that's the whole story then. But it's a very funny commercial. It's great. With Bill um, doing all his patented Kirk Fu moves. <laughs> it's awesome. I laughed so hard when he hit the Gorn um, on the side of the head with both hands at the same time. Yes, I was laughing so hard at that, too, because I was thinking of the collected works of William Shatner. Exactly. (laughs) It's like you're hitting him twice at the same time. (laughs) And then he and the Gorn are having to stop every five seconds or so because they're out of breath because they're just too old to do it. And that's, in fact, what Bill says. We're too old to do this. (laughs) But the thing is. And somebody did mention this on our, our Facebook that we know Bill could have, you know, he was acting when he was doing the huffing oh. and puffing and I'm too oh. tired because. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. So that was really good. And, you know, Bill will just, he'll do these things. They'll call him up and they'll <laughs> say, Bill, will you be in a commercial for the new Star Trek video game? Because um, it would be really cool to have you there. And he doesn't really get what the video game is about or anything like that. <laughs> and he's like. Sure, I'll do it. Yes, I'll say yeah. yes to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that that was very entertaining. It was. And uh, it was really nice to see, since I believe Bill is being phased out of Priceline now, that it's the newest commercials are just Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, that's right. I saw one, and I kept waiting for Bill yeah. to pop up, but no, it was nope. only her. 
No. Well, so he'll, he'll just maybe every now and then he'll he'll do a special appearance. But it was it was fun to see him do all those moves. There was no superfluous shoulder roll. No. But maybe that was too much to hope for. I think so. But I also liked at the end when the Gorn was still like making a lot of pain noises from where Bill had mm-hmm. hit him. And he said, okay, now you're just overacting. Yeah. <laughs> Bill would know. <laughs> Bill would know. It was great. It was just so good. So um, one of the other video things we have to talk about this week is something that showed up. Well, I'm on so many William Shatner and Star Trek related things now. It showed up somewhere online, you know, maybe in one of my Shatner alerts, maybe someplace else. But it was another Bill on What's my line? His agent was great. Getting him on all these things, it's amazing. Yes. Yes. And um, is that like the second or third one we've seen I him do? I think it's the third one because um, the, the other two were just totally different. And this one, yeah, this was a completely different one than we had ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah. So in this one, um, <laughs> the woman that they're having to guess about uh, her her line is that she demonstrates exercise equipment, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Dorothy Kilgallen, I believe, was the first person to ask questions. So Bill was second. Am I right? I think that's correct. Yes. Okay. So in addition to shilling for, was it his new show or was it the show he was in on Broadway? No, it was his new show. It was for the people. So this was right before okay. for the people. And and so, yes, he got that shill in right there. <laughs> Right, immediately. So, you know, and um, and so then when he's asking the contestant questions, I didn't think she was all that attractive. <laughs> but Bill was hitting on her. No, he just, he, he wasn't even subtle about it. He, he, no. He just flat out asked her for her telephone number. <laughs> yes. On the air. <laughs> and to her credit, she had a good comeback. So that was, that yes. was good. She said, it's unlisted. Yeah, and everyone had a big laugh about that. But, yes, um, but he, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, as I was saying to you just before we started to do the show, I just love, love, love the way Bill casually, so casually has his arm draped over the back of Kitty Carlisle's chair. <laughs> like... She's his girlfriend or something. Yes. You know, here I am. I'm hanging out next to an attractive woman. woman. I'll just put my arm over the back of her chair because... While I hit on another woman. While I hit on another woman because that's me. I'm Bill. (laughs) That's the way he rolls. That is the way he rolls. Oh, my goodness. Also, I thought there were points during his questioning when he was just so (laughs) Kirk-like. Yes. It's... It's it's really a fun fun thing to see. He's so young. He's so trim. Oh, he's so handsome. He is and- amazing. His eyes look gorgeous. I mean, I, I'm guessing that when they had the people come on, e- even for the men, they had to put some makeup on them, right, so that they would mm-hmm. look okay. And sure, because of the TV lights. Yeah, the TV lights, and they did a fabulous job. Whoever put the mascara on him did a mm-hmm. really good job because his lashes are so long, and his eyes just look so good, and his toupee looked great you know like whoever did the toupee did an excellent job with it really really good and i'm i'm you know for as young as bill was and everything you know he'd been in the business a while but i'm still impressed by how completely self-possessed he was because the thing about that game show 
you had to ask some sort of questions. You had to be thinking. It wasn't just, you know, sit there and look nice. Mm -hmm. And he was obviously really, you know, try, of course, trying to win, trying to be the guy who, who came up with the answers. But he's, you know, here he is on a, a panel of people who were much better known than he was. And he's completely at home. Totally. Just relaxed and doing it. it just, you know, he was great. I think that's probably why they had him back more than once because he was a very good panelist for this show. Yes, he was. Yeah. And he added some life to it. The rest of them are just kind of, okay, I'm going to ask my questions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Bill, with all his, his flirting and shilling and whatever else he was doing <laughs> is uh, just what every show needs. Oh, and I love the way everyone calls him Mr. Shatner. Mr. Yes, Shatner, yes. so formal. Yes. <laughs> they were all dressed up, you know, in tuxedos and evening gowns and everything to, to go be on this dopey show. Oh, God. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, Bill. So that was great. I'm, I'm glad you found that. I really enjoy seeing young Bill in these sorts of situations. Yes. Yes. I I very much enjoyed that. Um, there was a big piece of news in the the media in the past week, and it got some play, and, and uh, it kept popping up, if you will pardon that pun. And the first time I saw it was the headline, John Hamm's penis has been banned from the set of Mad Men. And again, proving Bill was boldly going long before anybody was. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it has become quite evident in Mad Men that John Hamm has a giant schlong. <laughs> so, so you put that so elegantly. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, uh, thank you, Miss Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, you know, the, the tight. 1960s pants and now it's debated whether he wears underwear or not and probably doesn't it's outlined you know it's a real eve and i just i just laughed and laughed i thought we think we are so sophisticated 21st century mm -hmm. this guy you know you can see the outline and people are up in arms over it and there was bill pushing it into your face <laughs> every really? episode and nobody nah, nah, maybe they thought oh they'll never notice or you know maybe it's different because things are high def now but still oh, have these people never seen the trouble with tribbles i mean come on <laughs> That, his, his EVE was like the, the, the fourth starring role in that episode. <laughs> well, it just cracked me up because, you know, we never saw the headline, William Shatner's penis has been banned from the set. <laughs> that would never happen. That, I mean, come no. on. The show would lose. That saved some really bad episodes. <sighs> it, it, the show would have lost something crucial without Bill's EVE in, in those many scenes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, you know, poor John Hamm, and he's going, John Hamm apparently is sick of this whole thing and can't believe people are worrying about this or interested in it or whatever, but, you know, anyway, so kudos, Bill, for being so far ahead of your time or ahead of the times that nobody even knew you were doing it. A pioneer, as always, as you said, going as where, where no one had gone before. That's right. That's right. So, you know, suck on that, John Hamm. <laughs> Not literally, though. <laughs> Unless he really wants to, and then it's probably fine. Maybe so. Um, so, uh, have you got the thing open for a day in the life of William Shatner? Uh, let me open it up, and I'll see. 
Okay. Um, I, we should inform listeners at this point that you've been doing all the work for this episode, and um, I'm well, just. Well, you were on vacation. Well, I was on vacation, so I'm I'm sort of wandering through all, like these six thousand links that you sent to me, going like, <laughs> okay, let's talk about this now. <laughs> Okay, this was a fun little thing show that showed up. It's called A Day in the Life of William Shatner. Mm-hmm. I see it now. And it, it's from something called Man Cave Daily. <laughs> okay. And it says, what's Canada's greatest export? No, not maple syrup. It's William Shatner. <laughs> we, we've saluted the captain on his birthday before, but we felt it was time to go deeper into just why the Quebecer rocks. And the first picture is that... That one where he's choking. Yes, I love that picture. Yes. And it says, the man is so full of greatness, it's choking him. <laughs> <laughs> From Gamesters of Triskelion. Yes. Well, you get down to it, and it's a series of, of, of photos and, you know, funny, snarky little things. So here's the day in the life of William Shatner, according to Man Cave Daily. 8 a.m., wake up in a tank of stem cells to preserve your unbelievable vigor. <laughs> Deny any comparisons to Star Wars back to tank. Bicker about it with Carrie Fisher. <laughs> and then there's a little picture that says, more or less, how Canadian health insurance compares to America's. 8.35 a.m. After washing the primordial ooze off your body, enjoy a breakfast of Canadian bacon. And then it says, after using your Star Trek collector's plate, destroy it. <laughs> 9 a.m. First things first, spend some time working out in the gym. Go shirtless. Yes, absolutely. And, there, and there's another picture of him from Triskelion where he's got that harness on. Mm-hmm. And it says, if only they had sports bras for men. <laughs> <laughs> 9.05 a.m. After a few minutes in the gym, look in the mirror some more. <laughs> there's never too much of that, that's for sure. And that's that. That's that, true. That's part of the, uh, what is that, Charlie X? In, in that picture? Isn't he wearing his little gym tights in that? But you can't see them. No, that's the one where Spock comes in and is bitching about McCoy. And it is something legitimate, but Kirk thinks that McCoy's just playing a joke on Spock. Mm, which one is that? Oh, my God. I can't remember. Well, there's Kirk standing there with a towel around his neck, looking all manly and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Shoulder muscles showing. Yep. Then 10.07 a.m., sit down and immediately brainstorm new Broadway revival, Jesus Christ Superstar Trek. <laughs> yes. 10.10 a.m., call agent to pitch musical. Consider having Futurama team storyboard it. Yes. And there's a picture of Brash Brannigan, and it says, remind them that you invented the word Brannigan's Law. Is that true? Okay. So Brannigan's Law is, in fact, a Futurama reference, and um, according to the... Um, Futurama wiki, wiki, it says Brannigan's Law is one of the cornerstones of the policy of the Democratic Order of Planets. Apparently named after Zap Brannigan for unknown reasons, it forbids interference with undeveloped planets and is otherwise known as Directive B10.81. So it's essentially uh, the same as the Prime Directive. Okay. But it's called Brannigan's Law for some reason, and no one knows why. Okay, so moving on at 12.48, they have a.m., but I think they mean p.m. There's a picture of him doing the con yell, and it says, brush up on your acting chops. Do this a few times. (laughs) 
And then, this is what I love. It's gone from Bill having the idea to now they're in rehearsal at 103. <laughs> All right, your first rehearsal. See if you can still hit a high note. Uh-oh, and it's the same choking picture. <laughs> and then, at 10.40 p.m., after dismal ticket sales, make another Priceline commercial again. More or less, another day well spent. It's true, though. That's pretty much what Bill's day is like. I'm, I'm sure yeah. that he's had many days where it went from having an idea to um, being in the editing bay at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure every idea he gets, he immediately calls somebody and pitches it. Yes. I think that's true. Oh, it's great. And, yes, that's pretty close to the truth, for sure. Yes. Now, um... I can't remember who sent us this, but it's from Mission Log Store. And luckily, they gave me the note, scroll to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom is the coolest iPhone case ever, ever designed and built. Are you looking at it? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it's got like a drawing, an outline drawing of Kirk, and he's got sunglasses Sunglasses. On. And it says, cool as Kirk. Oh, but no one can be as cool as Kirk. I know, but you know, that shows you're trying. Oh, no one could ever be as cool as Kirk. But that is very cool. I like that. <laughs> yes, I like that too. Um, let's see. I want to get something up here. And it's only $16. Yeah. Available at missionlog.spreadshirt.com. If you'd like to order one, we'll provide a link for you to click through. See, I'm shilling. I'm being like Bill right now. You're, d you're doing a fabulous job. <laughs> I want to talk now about Shatmoy. <gasps> Shatmoy! Another Shatmoy has come and gone. And as Lena explained, she was away during Shatmoy, so we were not together or even, you know, on the interwebs together to, um, to discuss it. But... We did have some Shatmoy discussion on our Facebook page, so I wanted to share some of Yay. that. Okay, let's see. Whoops. I'm trying to get to the first thing. Okay. Oh, this was one of my favorites. I put up, it's Shatmoy Eve. What mythical being will visit you in the night, and what will he or she bring you? And we got quite a few responses, which I think is pretty cool. Um, Christopher Vivero says, I've been very, very good, and a kindly Metron has promised to bring me a pet Mugatu. <laughs> I guess that's what good boys get mm -hmm. on the first night of Shatmoy. Tony Adams said, they will bring me nothing. I've been bad. No, Tony, <laughs> you're never bad. You silly man. Then, then this one really cracked me up. Sean Dickens says, maybe the Shatmoy Fez goblins will bring you an EVE on the eve of Shatner's birthday. And luckily, he included a picture of those little guys wearing fezes at the buffet in um, oh, Journey right. to Babel. Yes. Because... <laughs> Other way, otherwise, I would never have known what a, a Shatmoy Fez goblin is. But now we know. Now, now we, know. we have our, our, our mythical beings. That's great. I love it. And then Sean says, by the way, I always figured Shatmoy was like President's Day, halfway between Bill and Leonard's birthdays. It is. It is exactly like that. Um, Diane Hunt says, I'm leaving scotch and cigars out for the Denny Crane who climbs down my chimney. Oh, as if Denny could actually climb down your chimney. <laughs> He'd just break down your front door with his car or something. Yeah, but he'd appreciate the scotch and cigars. He would. It's true. 
Francine Crockett says Spock will leap through the Guardian of Forever and land business end first right on top of me. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty, I don't know, stuntmanish for Spock. Um, Cheryl Heyman says, my Shatmoy present arrives at the end of Shatmoy. On the 30th, MeTV will be starting over with season one episodes. Oh. That is true. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. And that's even more reason for everyone to watch MeTV. Now I'm shilling for MeTV. Everyone should watch <laughs> the new remastered Trek episodes on MeTV. They're so good. Well, on Bill's birthday or Bill's birthday weekend, one of them, and I think it was MeTV, was showing Star Trek 24 hours around the clock. This is true. They had a big marathon just for Bill. Yes, just for Bill. I mean, oh. oh and also, the other thing that took place on Shatmoy weekend was Shatfest. Yes, Shatfest. At, yes, with Thrillville. Now, we haven't gotten a report on that, but we can assume it was something wonderful. Mm-hmm. I believe um, they were showing Kingdom of the Spiders this year again. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, let's see. Oh, also, see, Cheryl let us know about this. Um, Hulu had free Star Trek episodes in, all the way through. Oh, in honor of Bill's birthday? In honor of Bill's <laughs> birthday. What won't they do in honor of Bill's birthday? <laughs> you know, like free ice cream. I don't know, something. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see, what else did we have to say? Okay. Um, today is the last day of Shatmoy. How will you close it out? I put, it's also Arlena's birthday. Raise a glass and toast her with a Shatner swallow. So actually I put that on up on the wrong day. It was the day after, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So we did it. We did have some, uh, some Shatmoy online festivities. That is great. Yes. I, I hope that we can do a proper Shatmoy next year where we have a, more of a celebration and, and uh, participation from people because it's a it's a special holiday, you know, very special. It certainly is. And it's it's wonderful that, you know, th- there, of course, was talk like William Shatner Day. That's on his birthday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with Hulu and the TV stations and so many um different things in the media finding ways to celebrate or acknowledge the wonderfulness and longevity of bill and how he is still just you know the energizer bunny (laughs) of uh of tv and media and everything else he gets involved with yeah it's so um it is an important holiday and i i was glad to see so many people had such interesting ideas on what should happen on shatmoy it's wonderful and apparently bill had a very nice birthday um, he was not even online that much. I think he was really offline celebrating with his family. And mm-hmm. he said that it was a very, very nice birthday. So Good. Um, speaking of things going on online, I don't know. By the time this show gets up, the deadline may have passed. So I hope you are following our Facebook account because I did post something there. Bill, as you may not know, is working on a new album. Mm-hmm. And... He, some one of the songs that he's doing, and I don't know if it's one he's writing or what it is, but um, he has asked fans to send pictures of them with rainbows. And here is the quote from what was uh, posted on the William Shatner group, also on Facebook. Um, and this was posted by Paul, the, the webmaster mm-hmm. of all things Shatner Online. He says, he has a song that incorporates colors, and he's looking for photos of fans with rainbows to include in that video. Any kind of rainbow will do. So it doesn't have to be a picture of a real rainbow. 
Um, so you can wear a rainbow shirt. I know someone sent in a photo with a rainbow painted on her cheek. Someone sent in a photo of her face decked out in the colors of the rainbow via Photoshop, I'd assume. And that's been sent on to be chosen for place placement in the video. All is fair in the rainbow world. Send the photo in the highest resolution possible to shatnersrainbow at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And I sent mine. Yours is a great picture. I love that picture. So we will, um, we will see. But you know, if if, uh, if you have sent yours in, let us know. I mean, mm -hmm. if you want to send us your picture, we'd love to see it. Or just tell us about it. Um, it would be so great if, you know, one of the butt girls or one of our, our butt listeners were chosen mm -hmm. to have their photo in this video. To be immortalized in the video, yes. And I'm thinking, well, you must get some, some little perk, you know, for, for giving them the permission to do mm -hmm. this. Like an autograph, something or other, or... I don't know. Maybe an email from Bill or a tweet directly from him. Well, do you know on the day of the horse show, he actually called people on the phone? Did he really? Somebody posted about it that, um, he, or, or the day before the, the horse show, he got uh, a phone call from Bill, actually from Bill, not a, a recorded robocall. You know, inviting him, you know, come to the horse show, and the guy couldn't go this year. I mean, that's why Bill called him, because he was... You know, the the guy lives in the L.A. area and had been before. But I thought, boy, Bill, you just take Schilling, and especially for your horse show, to this this whole new level. What would you do if Bill called you to invite you to the horse show? I'd get on a plane and go to the horse <laughs> show. What do you think I'd do? <laughs> but what would you do? Like, you picked up the phone, and, and like, you're like, hello? And he's like, hi, kitty. William Shatner here. I mean, would you just drop the phone and start screaming or what? What would you do? I'd, I'd think it was a joke. <laughs> I'd think, you know, that you or one of my sisters or somebody had hired a, a William Shatner impersonator to call me up. And and what would it take to convince you that it was really him? Jeez. What could I ask him that only real Bill would know but that I know? <laughs> Maybe I could make up a multiple choice question. <laughs> like, um, okay, if you're really William Shatner, then you will know that William Shatner has a horse named Brownie, Doodles, or Lightning Bolt. <laughs> and if he said Doodles. doodles. <laughs> that was the horse's name, right? Yeah, Wasn't it was it doodles, doodles or yeah, Doodles? It was totally doodles. <laughs> then I would think it was really Bill. And then you would drop the phone and scream and run around the room. Yeah. Like I did when I was um, six years old in Jingles the Clown Call. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I could handle it if Bill called me on the phone. It would be too much. Would you think it was Bill? Would you think it was a joke? Oh, I don't know what I would think. I would just be, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. What if somebody else at your house answered the phone? <laughs> <laughs> and they're yelling, Lena, it's William Shatner. <laughs> and I'd be like, leave me alone. I'm watching Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Take a message. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, boy. I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't think he did many of those calls and probably only two people who were local. Mm -hmm. So, 
but you know maybe if your photo is chosen for the video thing maybe bill does call you wow that would be awful or or come over and do a brown bag wine tasting with oh you. that would be even better speaking of which he's posted more of them i haven't watched the new ones but i think there's two new ones up um oh since, okay since we last discussed this um i think we should take a little break before we get on to some okay. of the other stuff um, okay, that sounds good. And then let's talk about Kirkfu next because I, I'm just looking at it and it's just, it's funny. It's really good. Okay, so let's take a little break little and break. then we will be back with some Kirkfu. Kirkfu. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five year mission to explore strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. We love our listeners, and we want to hear from you. Send email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com and comment at the blog at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. This podcast produced on a MacBook Pro with GarageBand. Explaining the term uh, blank food to someone the other day who hadn't didn't really understand what it was all about, and uh, I was saying, you know, uh, I had looked it up, and kung fu actually doesn't necessarily mean um, uh, a martial art. It's more about um, a certain level of skill. So you, when you oh. say something like you have Google foo, like I have mm-hmm. really good Google foo, it means I am very skilled in the ways of Google. So. An introduction to Kirkfu means being Kirk in very, very skillful ways, which, of course, Kirk is best at because he's Captain Kirk. Um, and, and because it's named after it's him. It's because it's named after him. So this is a, a little poster, very nice. I think this is the kind of thing that you could put up on your wall just as an instructional or perhaps an inspirational piece. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like the fact that it says, An Introduction to Kirkfu, Volume 1. I know. It's like, is this going to be a real book? I hope so. <laughs> I'd buy it. Um, and I also like the fact that the, right between the words Kirk and Foo is that wonderful, <sighs> wonderful picture of Kirk when he's fighting with Finnegan and his shirt's all ripped and he's grinning and he's dirty and he's got some blood in the corner of his mouth. And he just loves being in a fight. He loves beating up Finnegan. So yes. it's it's got three different moves here um, just to show you how to be like Kirk. One of them is the double-fisted back blow when he's got the two hands together. And um, Mm -hmm. he's demonstrating on the Gorn and also on Khan to show you how effective that is. Then there's the drop kick, um, very famous, uh, employed against the Andorian who tried to poison him in Journey to Babel. And then there's the one-two chop. And I think that one's from Day of the Dove. He's fighting a Klingon in this picture. Is that right? Yes. Is that the episode? You know, I think it is. That's what I thought. Yeah, and he's looking very, very active there. And it's just so funny, you know, looking at these pictures, how much Bill throws himself into the role, <sighs> how much he must have loved this stuff. It's just great. Oh, I know. He got to, he got to do all kinds of things. He got to romance women. He got to have fights. He got to be in command. Mm-hmm. got to sit in the big in chair. The big chair, yeah. Yeah. And wear tight pants. Oh, I got to tell you, I'm sure this is in volume two of Introduction to Kirk Fu, but I loved in the um, in the commercial with the Gorn when he did the um, slapping him in the ears thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just great. Which, you know, really probably would annoy somebody, but it wouldn't incapacitate them in any way. But 
It's part of Kirk Fu. Part of, part of Kirk Fu. So, yes, an introduction to Kirk Fu will keep you posted on whether there are there is, in fact, a volume two or even even more about that. But it's great. And yes. this helpfully has big red arrows to show you how to correctly employ <laughs> Kirk Fu. Yeah. Like the giant arrows on the um, how to open the emergency exits on yes. the airplane. It's exactly like that. It's that sort of thing, yes. And this came from rabbittooth.com. Yeah, I think we've talked about stuff from them before, actually. Maybe we have. Quite yeah. amazing. Um, so what about acting? Well, no, let's talk about the birthday cake. Oh, I'll the birthday cake. This. Tell us about the birthday cake. Bill posted this to um, to the Captain's Club. And uh, this was from Cold Stone Creamery sent him this cake. Which was um, dark chocolate ice cream and red velvet cake. And it's one of those, you know, like when we did our butt anniversary Mm -hmm. cake where it's a photo. Yeah. Okay, this is a photo of Bill and one of his horses, possibly Doodle. (laughs) And it it says happy birthday on it. And it's just really nice. I'll have to um, copy the image and send it to you so, you know, it can be up there with the show. But... um, I thought that was pretty cool mm-hmm. that they, they sent him a birthday cake or, you know, Liz had it made up there or whatever and got it for free because she said, well, Bill will say it's from you. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, yeah. He'll shill for you, no problem. <laughs> no problem at all. He wakes up in the middle of the night shilling. <laughs> okay, now let's go to Acting. Acting. This is just so cute. Um, someone has made a series of four little animated GIFs which show um, some of the highlights of Bill's acting in Turnabout Intruder, where he really just goes all out, no holds barred, just total crazy throwing himself into it. Um, yeah, what what was the, the reason for the, the spinning one? What had, was going on at that point? Oh, Do you remember? Uh, he, it was um, when Janice Lester's... Uh, spirit was trying to leave Kirk's body, oh. and that was making him get through flung, his hand. Through apparently. his hand, apparently, yes, and making him get <laughs> flung around against the walls like that. And that was what's also happening in that very last one, where he's sitting in the captain's chair and he has his hands all—he's got jazz hands, basically. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, and that just says acting. That's it. That's and all it says. It's great. <laughs> It should have said shacting. shacting. It should have said shacting. But uh, it says acting, and it's it's wonderful, and everybody should go see it because it's it's full of Bill doing his his hammiest, most overboardness yep. thing. Because it was the that, last episode, so what did he have to lose, right? Really? <laughs> Just go for it. Just be crazy. Be as crazy as you want to, Bill. That's right. Now, one other thing that was sent to us we want to talk about is um, this um, Chris Mounts sent us, Mm -hmm. but it was created by Carol A. Parker, and it's called A Butt Girl Childhood. (laughs) And it is the nicest little picture. It's so cute. I was looking at it like, this is just adorable. And I think it's you. First of all, it's more your hair color than mine. Uh-huh. But also, you know, I I didn't, I know, for, you know, from what you've told me about your family background that you guys all watch sci-fi together. And so, of course, you would have a robot. So, you know, it just fits in completely to my imagined 
uh, version of Lena's childhood. <laughs> it could and be, although I am kind of wondering why Kirk's holding a donut. That's the only thing that I'm worried about. He's he's shilling. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little-known loss commercial of um, Captain Kirk shilling for Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Well, it could be me. You know, it, it, the little girl here looks like she's wearing a white blouse and sort of a, a vesty thing, which looks mm-hmm. suspiciously like the uniform I had to wear to Catholic school. So it could be Ah, that. you see. Yes. And I like the robot. The robot is very, very cute. Looks a little bit. I like the robot a lot, too. Yeah. And I... I would not be surprised at all if your parents had left a robot in charge of you. <laughs> I love this image, though. It's great. I will post it on the blog for everybody to see. It's adorable. Yes, and the, the TV is, you know, perfect vintage TV. Yep. It's got a little plant on top of it. There's um, cheesy paneling in the room. I mean, it's everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, in fact, we had paneling like that in, in one room see? in the house. Yeah. See, yeah. I knew I knew it. I knew it was your childhood. It's great. Well, and so thank you, um, for Chris, for sending that to us. And thank you, Carol, for, for making it because it's great. It really is. So we're very happy with that. Uh, let me get the next huge list of topics. I know. Of, okay. God, too much stuff. Let's let's from the sublime to the. Let's talk about the Fenway music video. Oh, now I haven't watched it, so you're going to have to tell me. Okay. Oh my God, it's so horrible. Now remember, there was a lot of publicity about Bill playing an umpire. Yes. In this Brian Evans Brian video Evans. for. Uh, for Fenway Park. Mm-hmm. It is the worst video ever. And the internet pretty much agrees on this. So it starts out with some little kid, I don't know, getting a ticket or something. Anyway, he's going in. And then there's all the fans going, Fenway, Fenway, Fenway. And then this, like, swinging music starts. And Brian Evans comes swinging out, snapping his fingers in a tuxedo. At the ballpark, singing this god-awful song about Fenway. It's so awful. And then, you know, Bill is the umpire throwing people out of the game and everything. But it is so awful. It's just a terrible video and a terrible song. And it just... blows my mind again that you know we know bill will do just about anything if you ask him to if you're going to pay him or something but why he keeps supporting this this nobody's career and the the uh when you go to brian evans website where you can watch this and you can also watch it on youtube a lot of other places it's a huge picture of bill (laughs) what is going on with bill and brian evans i think i am very much convinced that Brian Evans is an illegitimate son. You know, I looked at that picture that you sent, and I, mm-hmm. I have to say I'm starting to half agree with you about that. Yeah. Because why else would Bill be, be tying his fortunes to a loser like this who makes bad music? Right, right. And um, the other thing, I need to get this up, so if you could just chill for a minute. Oh, sure. Um, Speaking of of Bill and his friends, I have to just tell a very quick story while you're doing this, that I was at um, the National Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C. Now, the room where they have the um, 
science fiction, not science fiction, but it's, it's like space travel in the arts was unfortunately closed, so I didn't get to see any of the Star Trek stuff that they apparently have there, which was pretty disappointing. Really? But in one section um, that was about space travel and things, they had a video um, starring Scott Hamilton, um, <laughs> which had music by Eric Idle singing the Galaxy song, <laughs> which was really weird. <laughs> and I thought... Okay, this is kind of odd, but um, yeah, there it was. So we watched that for a little while, and that was that was kind of cool. But yeah, I, I wish there had been more Star Trekian stuff in that museum, but unfortunately, there was not. Oh dear. Well, back to the abomination that is Brian Williams. Evans. Evans. Thank you. Um, here he, I went to read his Wikipedia page, see if it had anything to tell me. Well, there is some interesting stuff, nothing having to do with Bilbo. But get this. In June 1991, he was convicted of felony theft. Oh, my God. And, and sentenced to six months probation after he called a Los Angeles travel agency impersonating Casey Kasem and charged $2,900 in expenses that the agency attempted to collect from the radio host. While on probation, Evans was invited to sing the national anthem at a Baltimore Orioles game. His probation officer told him he could not leave California, but Evans went to the game and was sentenced to a year in prison for violating the terms of his probation. He also has an autobiography out. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, okay. Called Dreamer. It was published in 1994. He, his mother... And someone named Mark Andrew Blitz are the creators of a comic book series, Horrorscope, which was purchased by Xenoscope Entertainment, who also has option rights to develop feature films, toys, and video games based on the series. Then there's a bunch of blah, blah, blah about his, you know, his singing career. So he's a criminal. (laughs) Well, and I was discussing this online with our, our, our listener and roving reporter, Cheryl, and she went to his, his webpage and read, you know, all the stuff there, which is all written by his mother. Oh, my God. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. It's just beyond I mean, strange. His mother but, must be Bill's age, right? I mean, he's like, he's no young spring chicken. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. really weird. That's very, very I know. strange. I what think if we ever guy. get the opportunity to ask Bill a question again, we're going to say, who is Brian Evans? And how do you know him, and why do you do all this stuff for him? Like, is he blackmailing yeah. you or something? I don't know. The, the, wow. the guy, it says on Wikipedia, he grew up in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Hmm, Okay. Weird. Um, and, and just as a side note, um, I did recently check to see if our good friend Peter Shatner had um, A, released his book, which he has not yet, or B, updated his website, which he also has not done. So there's nothing new on the Peter Shatner front. Okay. <laughs> just to tell you. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so that that is the world's worst video. Wow. To, to one of the world's crappiest songs. And the whole thing is just made so creepy by this guy in a tuxedo singing at the ballpark. Oh, that's really bad. I don't know. Maybe it will be explained one day about Bill's relationship to him because I would really like to know what's actually going on there. Really? Okay, now, Bill, today, as we're we're recording, is April Fool's Day. Was that yesterday? 
Uh, no, that was t- uh, today. And yes, today. today. Uh, that, so Bill that, played an April Fool's joke on his fans. It went all over the place. Yes. Um, he posted that he would be appearing in the new Star Wars film. Yes. Yes. And honestly, I don't see how anybody could have believed that. <laughs> I, I know mean, my first thought really? was, okay, that's an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to assume at this point that um, any kind of, like, media announcement or announcement about movies or anything that happens on April Fool's Day is going to be a joke. I just never believe any kind of announcement that comes out on April Fool's Day. Well, I was in two stores here in my neighborhood today, both of which were um, cash only because the system to do credit and debit were down. And I said, this is an April Fool's joke, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just thought, there's no way, you know, but Mm -hmm. apparently, yes, they were both down. So that was actually true. (laughs) It was actually true. My neighborhood was off the grid for a short time. Um, Moving along, I am very anxious to talk about this story right here. Um, Sex in space could be deadly. (laughs) Okay. Because when I read that, I thought it was an Onion article. <laughs> <laughs> the, the headline, I mean, what else do you think of when you hear something about sex in space? You think of Bill. So of the course. headline said, sex in space could be deadly. William Shatner, hardest hit. Yes. <laughs> and it did remind me of, I think it was the Onion once who did a, a, a um, an end of the world art headline. Uh-huh. That said, um, world ends, billions, and Michael Jackson killed. You know, so <laughs> this, this was the thing. And, um, okay, this was a, a new study. This is serious. From the University of Montreal. And it says, particularly given that it's a study that was completed in its star's hometown, this doesn't bode well for Star Trek ever becoming a reality, does it? And then they have, you know, a, a, a clip of uh, Bill and, what's her name, Dina, Zena? I think it's Dina. Which one? The green girl? No, no, um, the, the um, wink of an eye girl. Dila. Dila, okay. But anyway, so I followed through. And went and found out more about this. Okay. That's too, too intriguing to let go. Okay. Sex in outer space could be deadly. Researchers studying the reproductive processes of plant cells found that gravitational changes could compromise the development of human offspring conceived during space travel. Scientists uh-huh. believe that cell behavior evolved under the force of Earth's gravity. So let's be really clear. It's not dangerous to the people having sex. Right. They're not going to explode. No, so, no. So it's not really sex that's bad. It's it's getting pregnant and having a child that's bad. Two yes. very different things. So as long as Captain Kirk is using really reliable um, birth control, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to worry. No, not at all. Not even right. a little bit. And then at the end of this article, it says... Um, Sex in space has been a subject of curiosity and speculation for years, but NASA denies that its astronauts have conducted any of their own experiments to look into the topic. How true do you think that is? 
Um, I think there's probably been sex in space, and just nobody's talking about it. <laughs> right. That's what I think. That's what I think. That's all going to come out. But I do have to say that was just the most fabulous headline of oh, the past couple of weeks. Um, on, on a similar topic, just, again, very quick aside, there's um, – a dude that uh, has these videos on YouTube, and his YouTube name is Todd in the Shadows, and he's quite funny. Mm-hmm. He talk, He's very knowledgeable about music, and he talks about um, music videos and recording artists and why their songs are good or bad. He's, he's really good, and recently he was talking about um, something where some of the lyrics to the songs were about um, having sex with aliens. And um, mm-hmm. as part of this whole concept, he was just saying, you know, of course, everybody thinks about, you know, the future and having sex with aliens. And of course, what did he cut to but a still of Bill making out with um, Marta, the green Orion slave girl. And, of course. Uh, and I was like, of course, there it is. That's the only thing that you could possibly show when you're talking about having sex with aliens. Yeah. Well, you know, Bill pretty much cornered the market on that. Yes, definitely. You know, if if you if you go if you if you you know try to have sex with aliens in another TV show or something, it's like who do you think you are, William Shatner? Exactly, exactly. I mean, Chris Pine is going to have sex a threesome with two cat women, and he's still not going to be anywhere near as sexy or successful or hound dog. No. As the real Kirk. No, no, because he's not an international playboy, et cetera, et cetera. Et yes, cetera. yes. Not like the real um, Captain Kirk. Right. Yeah, he's, he's Y.D. Kirk, young douchey Kirk. <laughs> now, this week, because Lena was on vacation, we do not have an Etsy segment. But we do have a piece of Trek crap. <laughs> so you, you aren't completely without... You know, we don't want anybody going into withdrawal here. This showed up on Total Film. And just about every day they do something like, um, you know, the 50 funniest outtakes and, you know, somebody's career in five minutes. You know, they do the whole thing. And this was in the 50 worst movie toys list. And this one isn't technically a toy because supposedly you can actually use it. But it's a photon torpedo coffin. Oh, God. You can actually be buried in a replica photon torpedo coffin a la Spock in the Wrath of Khan. And inside the, the cover of it, you know how it opens so you can have the viewing, is the Federation insignia. Oh, my God. That's too weird. Uh-huh. I mean, really, you'd only want that if you could get um, shot to the Genesis planet, I think. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, there are no details here as to what it's made of, and is it guaranteed for five years against, you know, snakes and, and mice and stuff like that. There's just this this little picture of, uh, and the thing is, it doesn't even really look like what they used. Oh, that's weird. That's just really, really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So is um, that an item that you can actually buy or... or like, if you wanted to be buried in one of those, could you buy one of these and actually get buried in it? Well, uh, at one point you could. Um, this whole list was hilarious because there were a number of toys that were immediately discontinued because people realized how tasteless they were. And one of the toys, I remember when this one was discontinued, was when they came out with um, 
the the Harry Potter broomstick, and it vibrated. <laughs> and the idea of a bunch of little kids walking around, you know, running around with that between their legs. Mm-hmm. They decided, yep. hmm, not not great. So, at least at one time, you could probably get this. I don't know if you still can. Oh. I didn't. I didn't do my research. I'm okay. sorry to say. I'm going to bet that there's somebody on Etsy who will make one of these for you. <laughs> well, they will certainly be willing to crochet it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, and I, I feel like um, this, this is good, and this leads into maybe the last thing that we're going to talk about here, which is um, the hijack thread from Reddit, which I absolutely yes. love. Me too. Um, so uh, would you like me to read this? Sure. Oh, so I have not had time to check into Reddit this week to see what else has been going down over there. But you knew that on William Shatner's Reddit there would be a Kirk versus Picard thing come up because people just cannot leave that alone. Oh, no. Um, so you had said it was supposed to be about Shatner versus Stewart, but it kept changing to Kirk versus Picard. Um, yes. Someone made the comment, Kirk's not afraid to fight dirty. And, of course, we know this. Someone else responded, this, if Kirk can't win with the rules that are given, he finds or makes a loophole. He's essentially infallible, like the Pope of Star Trek. I love that. Not so for Picard. Not to diminish Picard's awesomeness. It's just a different kind of awesomeness. I love that, though, that Bill is the Pope of Star Trek. He is, and he is essentially infallible. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. He finds or makes a loophole. loophole. This this person who is E.S. Dragon kind of, I think, crystallized the essence of Kirk. Yeah. In, in, in you know, that short sentence. I mean, oh, yes, I love that. The Pope of Star Trek. <laughs> so when he, he's speaking ex- Enterprise, it's like speaking ex cathedra if you're true. Pope. It's true. And uh, what he says goes. It's great. I just love it. The Pope of Star Trek. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, I got to say that between Bill's birthday and April Fool's Day and everything else, it has been exhausting <laughs> going through the Shatner alerts. Oh, just so much stuff. So it's much so, stuff. so much stuff. But anyway, I am very excited that Bill is doing another album. Yes, absolutely. And uh, so we'll have to see what that is. And, um, oh, the other thing that happened, I didn't put this in the list, but yesterday was the day the Texas Lottery launched Star Trek Lottery. Oh, yes, I was and following that on Twitter, and unfortunately they didn't get enough people to break the record. Um, no, but... Bill was there. He looked really happy. I saw a picture of him just with this huge grin on his face. You know, he, he just looked great. Mm-hmm. He's, he tweeted pictures of, he went out to dinner with um, uh, Jerry Ryan, who was uh, seven of nine on Voyager, right. and Tom Bergeron, who was the uh, host for a while of um, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos and has oh. been the host of Dancing with the Stars. So there has been this thing with them trying to get Bill on Dancing with the Stars. This may yet happen right? to right. get him on there. But I was kind of wondering, like, why those two people? Like, are they dating or something, Tom Bergeron and Jerry Ryan? I, I don't quite get the relationship there. I know that, that Bill and Jerry Ryan are Twitter friends or yeah. whatever you call people who follow each other. 
and uh, and I know at one point he was asked on his Twitter account, "Are you going to um, be on Dancing with the Stars?" And he said, "Oh, get Jerry Ryan instead." Yeah. So um, so interesting. And then he showed some pictures, and he and Tom Bergeron were exchanging bobbleheads of each other. Because yeah, Bill, Bill has that. a Denny Crane one, so they, they, yeah, they did that. They were having a bobble off. A bobble off, that's, that's right. <laughs> and everyone had a wonderful time at dinner. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. So funny. So, yeah, Bill gets up to all kinds of things. He knows everyone. He goes out to dinner, has great friends. Uh, oh, yeah, Bill just, you know, lives every single day at 110%, <laughs> if, you know, if not more. <sighs> and... Just always out there doing things and, and making things happen and mm-hmm. shilling and pitching and wooing. Oh, and, and flirting. Lots and lots and of flirting. Yes. Yes. Well, thank goodness, because otherwise we wouldn't have a podcast. That's true. This is true. <laughs> well, I think that wraps it up for this edition of Look okay, at His so Butt, now the I'm podcast be on vacation. Yes, you'll be on vacation. So now it's your turn to, to you know... Be 100% in charge of everything. Okay. I, I will do my best to um, pick everything up and make lists. And we will definitely have an Etsy report for the next time. And uh, <laughs> we'll see what Bill gets up to between now and the next time we do a show. Really? So, um, as always, thanks for listening, all all of our wonderful, wonderful butt listeners. Keep sending us email. Keep sending us news things and art and go to our Facebook page and leave comments there. Just please keep interacting with us because we love it so, 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 so much. We really do. I I love when you guys, you know, chime in on Facebook and and we get things going because you have such awesome ideas. Yeah, you guys are awesome. (laughs) Okay, so um, we will see you next time. And um, until then, as, as uh, Kirk's mother often says, live long and potluck. I, I just wanted to That's say right. that just once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.